0: It's the Craggy Rugby Podcast. We're back. Rugby's back. Well, URC rugby's back. We've had an awful lot of good rugby over the last few weeks, William. But
1: we're back to the sports ground. Connacht taking on the Ospreys. Yeah, there's rugby on here. Um, bit of a problem in South Africa. I don't know, are they cursed down there? I was talking to our correspondent, Morgan Peake, today. Real disappointment in South Africa. All the teams having to get out because of this uh, COVID variant issue. So those four games are gone. But big night for Connacht tonight. They need to hit the ground running here. Ospreys are coming in 4-1. and one. Toby Booth has said this is going to be their severest test of the season. Connacht are two and three. Uh, obviously, they're in different shields, but Connacht just need to start winning and keep winning. They need to sort out home wins. And the Ospreys are a tough opponent. These are always tight games. And they're a side that sometimes seems to have the hex on Connacht a little bit. I know Connacht are about three out of four, which is probably the best they've ever been against them. But tonight will be a big test. Um, a big test for Connect as well. Can they play this fast? offloading, moving game. It is a rough night here. This is a proper uh, sports ground evening. Uh, Winter has landed. It certainly has. It's very cold. I've got layer upon layer upon layer. I've got a couple of pairs of socks on. My feet are still
0: cold, and I've walked in from town. Um, I'm just looking at the flags. They're blowing straight down the ground more or less so it probably will be a game of two halves um, and it will be fascinating to see if Conor can play and adapt because this is one of the words they're using it's fast, adaptable so let's see if they can adapt tonight because this is actually the third time they've played the Ospreys in this fourth ground this season it's 1-1 last one so far
1: Yeah that's one of the anomalies of, of COVID I suppose it has caused a few um, strange situations to arise it is going to be a game of two halves. It's going to be very important because sides, of how you use the wind and then how you play against it, it's, I don't think it's going to change. It's not going to swing around at half time, It's not going to die down. So the toss, what the decision is, um, it's, this is a tight one. I, I, I think if Connacht can play with the same endeavour that they did against Munster, and Ulster, then I think they can win this game tonight. And I think they really do need to win it. I think a loss here tonight puts them in a very, very difficult situation, wins and losses. Wise. It
0: does, and it also it also then goes back to the whole thing. Connacht can get themselves up for some games and not for others. They need to get rid of that inconsistency. Let's hope that Dave Heffernan has a
1: good night. He's... 150th cap. It's a, it's a heck of a milestone to get oh, there. Ah, it's a great milestone for him. I mean, it's uh, you've got Shane Boltons at the other end. I'm sure he's a bit nervous tonight making his debut. He probably would have preferred a a calmer, more more, uh, should we say, windless night. Uh, but Dave Heffernan, 150 caps. That's a spectacular achievement, and uh, he's still a very very important part of this team. Uh, Oren Mcnulty at fullback as well. Let's see what he's got. Um, they're gonna need a lot of players in this 10-week section, it's 10 weeks, 10 games. Maybe the Stormers game is in doubt in early January now, but that's the plan, and it's you need a big squad of players to keep them. You're gonna to have to keep rotating them and keep keep players interested, keep them fit. Uh, so it's good to see some changes tonight. And the pack looks nice and strong, nicely balanced. Fascinating game, this. This this is the start. This is the this is the telling part of the season. These 10 games no way around it. You, if you get this you'll know where you are in Europe, you'll know where you are in the URC when we get to the end of January. Uh, but it's one game at a time as Andy Friend told me earlier in the week. Exactly. Okay, we'll chat later. Thanks William. In Marmy And he finds Carty. Carty throws out a long pass to Mac Hansen. Hansen turns back inside. Oh, the Jenkins feet and Hansen is going to score. That's a fine try by Mac Hansen. Paul Boyle, he's done a power of work already in carrying. He presents that ball back nicely, presents fastball ball over. And McNulty's away. Oh, he's only pulled back by his jersey. Dave Heffernan on the feed. Matt Hansen is on the way down the wing. The man in the white hat, he feeds it inside. Yeah, it's going to be a try for Shane Bolton, and that's another lovely piece of work by Connacht. 20 minutes in. Connacht lead 13
0: 8. It's a scrum to the Ospreys, and the clan are getting wound up because there's a bit of a storm blowing
2: there. There's a storm blowing. Um, I think County's biggest problem right now is ourselves. The, the try that we get considered at end was very much uh, a case of trying to play. You know, we, we, that was an error. It was a drop pass. They pounced on it, and we we know we can't afford the, those passes. Uh, if we can get in at half time within a score or in front, that's good work. But this wind, if it stays like this, is going to be a nightmare.
1: Just short of their own 10-metre line down in front of us here in the main stand. Marmion defeat in the rain sheeting down. The wind has picked up. Boyle picks up from the back. He's gone 10, 12, 15 meters. He's up to halfway. Marmion looking for the ball. The penalty to Connacht. Ospreys not releasing the tackler. And they've got an opportunity now. It's a free play. Oliver feeds it out. Finds Bolton. Bolton moving it across. Connacht again driving through. Connacht are on their way. McNulty is on his way to score. Half time here in the sports
0: ground. Connacht lead 18-11 and they've got a gale force wind to play with in the second half couldn't be better really could it
3: uh, well it could have if it wasn't a gale force wind to and, and, and rain <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look it's been a brilliant first half hasn't it I think
2: I'm hoping
0: that, as the last time we get an interruption from John shouting too loudly sorry yes where were we 18-11 really good from Connacht
3: yeah look I think the way Connaught started was absolutely fantastic. I mean, the ball in hand is just incredible. The pace on it, and I mean, look at the conditions. And I mean, to, to deliver those those passes at the speed that they were, at the speed of which they, and the accuracy was just absolutely brilliant football to watch. And they're well worthy of of their halftime leave of 18-11. I suppose, in these conditions as well. You know, it it, it it can be a bit tricky. Let's face it, holding on to ball in these conditions, you know, is difficult. And also, you can look at the Ospreys. They obviously might have the measure of them in many ways. What they presu- pre- presume is up front. So that's that's going to be where they're going to attack from now on. So look, it's this is Connacht's game yeah. now to lose. It's, it, it, it's theirs, and it's so and it's a so wonderful, you know, to come back here after a month for this. And it's also wonderful to have the Galway Senior Women's camogie team here as well celebrating their all island victory
0: it certainly is it certainly is and I'll pop over here to Dave now because of the social distance here still so we jump back around Dave this is three games in a row Connacht have performed have we lost our our, have we lost the the whole up and down and we're actually becoming a proper rugby team now that can challenge whoa, 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 whoa. that can challenge a rugby team that can challenge
2: oh, absolutely we've always been a rugby team that can challenge we've always been capable of producing performances that were out, you know, outstanding it's the consistency that's always bugged us and I mean it's three games where we've had a month off so if we uh, talk to me we'll see where we are at the end of this 10 game block but you have to be encouraged with that I don't think I don't think TV can, can properly tell you what it's like out there I don't think there was a ten-minute spell, and you actually were starting to worry. It stays like this; this game is going to get called off. Um, I was worried the post would come down. <laughs> That's how bad it, bad it got. Uh, this rugby has been outstanding from Connacht. We need to maintain that in the second half. We're only at half time. Let's before we talk about consistency over games, let's have consistency within a game. So let's see this one out. Uh, seven points up, playing into that wind. Um, I'd be much more concerned if I was Toby, Toby Booth than if I was Andy but at the same time it, the job is only half done
0: OK Dave, 60 minutes in Connacht now lead 32-18 but they're making heavy weather in this heavy weather of
2: this game I'm just not going to talk to you if you're going to do that as simple as Ah uh, yeah, we, 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 we actually started quite well we came out we, we got a penalty we kept them down there we got the try through Sam Arnold we then fell asleep uh, we fell asleep and we they they mullered us in a couple of scrums and they got a, a deserved try. Um, but we've got a penalty try. If I'm Luke Morgan, I am extremely annoyed that he got yellow carded when Dan Evans didn't. Um, it's fourteen points now. We can't we can't let up. We can't let up between now and the end of the game. If we do, it's you just another try for them and suddenly you're back squeaking again. And there's no way they deserve to get to take anything from this game. They've been poor but we can't let them go into the game and we need to be professional
1: to the end of the game now Blade tries to turn back inside he finds a bit of space finds Peter Robb this time Robb flicks it out to Blade Blade's 5, 6 metres short Blade's still going and Blade yeah. is in to score Blade looking for a runner he's got a runner he's got a runner it's Carty and it's very simply out and Conor Fitzgerald is in to score behind the posts and that was nicely worked in the end
0: I think, I think John's finished. <laughs> John is never finished. No, no. Okay, but certainly the Ospreys were finished off by Connacht 2 That last 20 minutes, pulled away and finished off, winning 46-18. Really comprehensive and very well deserved. I
2: like I, I, yeah, I mean the, the, the penalty try killed them. And, uh, it was a huge, it was a huge moment again Not so much that it was turning point or, but it, it, it killed, it killed off the Ospreys. They clocked out. They clocked off after that. Um look, there was some lovely rugby Um far, not perfect. Uh a lot to work on in terms of um little things. It was, it was just about it was an 80-90% performance, but yeah, I get I cannot emphasize again, even in the second half. Uh Jack was lining up uh, one of the last conversions and it was just horrific. Um but we got sixty we, we had a game of rugby where we got sixty-four points. We got eight try. we got nine tries. Um, we got some running rugby we got some chances that were blown and it was played at times in the monsoon so credit to everybody credit to the guys who went in behind the posts how they stuck it out for 80 minutes they're better people than me but you know we got a big game coming up we got three big weeks coming up um, and we're going in in a good place because it was easy to, after the Ulster game they caught up in that, take the month off and come back undercooked, they weren't undercooked they're not fully there but that point you said about are we cha- capable of challenging, uh, if we keep this up, yes, yes we are. Excellent, thanks Dave. We'll talk again in a few minutes
0: after we've heard from the post-match press conference.
1: Big sense of satisfaction after that. That was a comprehensive win and performance.
4: Yeah, yeah it's a great feeling, to be honest, William. Um, I just thought the the manner in which we played, uh, you said you wouldn't have known for lots of the game there that the conditions were doing what they were doing. I just thought... You know, a lot of the key principles that we keep talking about um, that have been instilled in the fellas, uh, the tight lines, the, the bodies in motion, the running square, we saw that and, and you, know, you can see a real air of confidence starting to grow within the team. We got to a point where we were a little bit confident stages and probably didn't respect the ball enough as we needed to. But They're a good side, Osprey, so to be able to come away with, with a scoreline like that's pleasing.
1: The first half, ball in hand, in maybe difficult conditions, the skill sets were, were, were good and I think that, did that knock them off their stride because you just kept coming at them, can't it, can't it? never relentless, if you want to use the word.
4: Yeah, and, and that was actually the theme going into into tonight. We just said we, we have to be relentless and the message that came down after two, two minutes and 20 seconds when we scored the first try was, that was relentless. Um, we, we played into a breeze, as you know, uh, it probably suited us because we had to keep the ball in hand and you know, we got some very talented footballers that have been working really hard on their skills and, and, uh, and it all it will look like it came together tonight.
1: Was that a choice to play into the wind? Yep. Mac Hansen now becoming a crowd favourite, but every time he gets the ball, there seems to be a, something's going to happen. It's, uh, and I, there's a few other players tonight stood up in that, but, but he seems to create a, a buzz that uh, we haven't seen for a while.
4: Yeah, he does. He's, uh, he's got an amazing ability to beat the first defender every time. It looks like he beats the first defender. But um, yeah, he, listen, he's growing. Um, he's growing in confidence too, and he's, he's becoming more familiar with the game style that we're playing and the surroundings. And he just said to me in there, he said, I honestly thought they were going to call it off after 15 minutes. He said, I was waiting for him to stop it. But he hasn't, he therefore hasn't been in Galway long enough, has he? said. So, no, he was good, mate. But he had a few mates with him that were very good too.
1: Dave, congratulations, 150th uh, camp. That's the sort of game you want to celebrate a milestone in like that. It was a pretty complete performance.
4: Yeah, it was. um, We talked all week about backing up the Ulster game, and that's the kind of standard we set ourselves. So to be able to do that in those conditions, we were just really clinical, especially in the first half. Um, And yeah, to play the the style of rugby we did, um, yeah, we're, we're really happy with that one
1: lots of tries for the backs but they can't do it without uh, the ball and it's you guys get the ball for them set piece worked well line out was going nicely it's uh, that was a really solid performance by the pack and, and the players that came on as well all seemed to fit in really well
4: yeah I, I thought we looked like a pretty solid platform uh, we didn't have many lineouts really in the first half but um, look they did put us under a bit of pressure at scrum time and that's something we need to work on but uh, Summer and Maldi was really good um, and yeah, like we we just bought a good tempo to the game. Uh, there's a lot of pick and goes, a lot of um you know picks through the middle and stuff. And I think we got a bit of go forward for the backs and then they were yeah, they're unbelievable tonight, just clinical.
1: Andy next uh, Friday night different challenge again, side who probably will be six and zero going in connector are three and three now. So what can you take out of this? What are you gonna look to play the same game plan and set yourselves up the same way at the RDS?
4: Oh, it'll be a little bit different, but, you know, what you're seeing at the moment, that, you know, that's, that's the nuts and bolts of it, but, you know, we may have a couple of different things that we throw out there, but you know what you're up against against Leinster at the RDS, that you're up against a very good side, so you've got to be at your best, and, you know, the key message in there tonight was, well done, but we've got another huge challenge next weekend. Last time we were at the RDS, we had the win. They'll remember that, we remember that, um, uh, and it's, it's up to us to try and repeat that
1: Any knocks after tonight? Uh, young Niall Murray didn't come back but Oshin Dowling had a great game when he came on
4: Yeah I thought he did too um, No listen I think Niall's fine mate He was quite frustrated at half time there but uh, uh, yeah that's the new, new rules of you if you don't pass your HIA you stay off so we need to protect the players and, and we did but other than that I think we came through pretty clean
3: Hey, Craggy Rugby fans, thanks for listening as always. You can help us out by spreading the word. Share this podcast with all your conic Rugby loving friends. You can also help us out by joining our club membership, patreon.com forward slash Rugby. Sign up and get loads of additional podcasts, including our weekly preview show. And this month's star of the show is Johnny O'Connor. Our big interview special is sitting there just waiting for you to listen to it.
0: Right. Who did we have? At the press conference, we've got William Davis back again.
1: Uh, We had Andy Friend and Dave Heffernan. You've just
0: heard what the the lads had to say. William, we didn't get to listen to you. I've had a hell of a day with all sorts of things going wrong and and you managed to save some headphones for me and Lindley's just saved my leap cards, (laughs) amongst other things that have gone wrong today. But uh, that
1: result went, went very right. How did your commentary go? Um, Pretty good, yeah. It was an enjoyable game to commentate on, especially the first half. It got a bit disjointed in the second half. Mm. Uh, Connacht were very impressive. Um, I think think everybody was maybe a bit stunned that they tried to play that sort of rugby in those conditions, but they they did it. And... um, I a bit disappointed with the Ospreys, to be honest with you. I, th- I expected a bit more from a side that were coming here 4-1. Um, some of their kicking, some of it the- There was just an aimlessness to the whole thing. But the pressure that Connick put on them, Connacht just pinned them back, pinned them back. But if you run at sides like that and you have people like Mack Hansen and Lauren McNulty, I know it's only one, one game start, but if you've got people who can run at them and do that, um, that puts you on the back foot. And once they got them on the back foot... They weren't as clinical maybe as they needed to be, and I think Andy Friend alluded to that in the press conference that they kind of got a bit off the pace a bit. Uh, and he said, "This is only one win, and you know, next next Friday, you know, the, the reset starts immediately for Leinster." But enjoyable game, uh, good crowd in, and uh, we've never beaten the 44 forty-four eighteen before, I don't think.
0: Uh, we did actually. We beat them 44-16 in two thousand and seventeen. So, but it's it's the joint top score we've ever had, it's the most points we've
1: ever scored against them. Fair enough, well I told the listeners on Galway Bay fame we've never won by that much before, but anyway, there you go didn't have my stats in front of me um, I don't know how that result will be in, in, in Wales It'll be. it's a funny one um, this competition's got a lot of problems at the moment um, so it's good to be winning games um, where we're all going to be in a few months time I don't know but uh, Connacht are 3-3 and 3, and they're off to the RDS next Friday yeah indeed.
0: Linley, I'm beginning to feel that we're playing the same skill levels in that like like at one stage I think Dave mentioned it during during the middle of the match. Like you could barely see the ball there was so much rain coming down and Connock scored a try during that period. Their skill levels are way back up again, aren't they?
3: Yeah, I actually think they're playing 2016 rugby and Pat Lamb you know, I'm, you know it's just it's, it's different but it's the same you know it, the skill levels are great there's a there's a confidence there's a kind of a, almost like a swagger you know about them and the way that that, that that they're playing and you know they seem all at one in terms of their support play um, so yeah I think I, I think that they're, they're looking good and you know the fact that they went out there in that weather like that and they were still able to maintain it was pretty good. I'm not actually overly surprised about the Ospreys, because if you look at their results, they've had four wins from five, but they're all very close wins. They They weren't fantastic wins. They weren't like bonus winning sort of performances, were they? So I wasn't really surprised that this is the first time they've probably had a side that's actually really upped the tempo and the pace on them. And I think that was, you know, I think that's where it all came down to, the pace and the, the pace of Connacht and their continuity and their confidence um, to play like that in conditions like this.
0: Exactly. And Dave, for me, the other impressive thing that nobody's talking about was the defence. I know they let two tries in, but one was a breakaway, hacked down the field, and the other was from a midfield scrum into 22, which most teams should score from. And even that came from... a. You know, Paul Boyle getting knocking Reese Webb off the ball, and then unluckily knocking the ball on. Um, defence has become really, really good, and their their energy levels while
2: they're defending are incredible. It is true. Um, the, the, we 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 need to emphasise again: the mall, None of their mauls went anywhere. They made about three foot, and they all stopped. Um, the maul defence. It's more obvious because. Because you see it, but it's it's not just that. When the amount of times we're knocking, it's not just tonight. It's been the last three or four games we're knocking guys back. Mm. Um, that used to be something that used to happen to us quite a lot. And if you win, you don't you don't have to put a lot of guys into the breakdown. If you, especially towards the end, when you thought, well, they might throw a few guys, guys might be a bit tired, and thought, oh, I can steal things here and be over and do that. There wasn't the discipline was there, which meant you had more guys in the line. But you know that means. You know, it's one thing to stop them at the line but to drive them back it was huge it was there were a few You know, a few times they were a little disjointed but you didn't think well they're going to switch to the wings and the wingers I'm not saying they didn't have to but they, they weren't they weren't put to the pin of their collars and the wing, wingers were never turned and that's a huge sign for any team
0: it certainly is I'll tell you what We've talked about the weather and how cold and freezing it is. We're all standing here frozen. We're going to cut this one short tonight because it's just too cold to keep going. So, thank you, Lindy. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, William. We'll be back next week. We'll be back during the mid midweek. We'll have our midweek podcast. We'll have the coaches' thoughts on the teams that's picked for the Leinster game next week. And we'll be back for the Leinster game. Bye, folks.
3: Lose, cut it loose break out or nothing changes. Sad and confused. Don't wait until you